Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is Clarissa Montero in company with Marion Newbrunner, CEO of Marion Newbrunner and Associates and New Education. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, you obviously have a lot that you could potentially talk about, so let's just go down the list. Marin Newbronner and Associates is a HR company that maximizes organizations' performance in critical aspects of managing, rewarding, engaging talent, and enhancing HR effectiveness. So in effect... You are a psychologist that decided to help management understand that some of the things they do are detrimental to mental well-being and productivity in their staff. Okay, top of (laughs) reference. I like this since, you know, it is around the time in SBH that we do our mid-year staff assessment, right? What is it that employers should be doing for staff that they're not? What do you see most? So um, there's many contextual references. So just in the context of Singapore, uh, first things first, no one's going to get extra money anymore, mm. right? The money is not moving as fast as it used to be. So things on promotions by money is great. But like the other day, my niece was telling me that her friend's in a civil service and then what, $200 every three years or five years? That doesn't uh, what, cut. What? Yeah, because <laughs> that's like what you can get for a promotion or something. That is a hierarchical structure in mm. Singapore, and we've reached a certain level of money. Mm. We're not talking startups and all that. We're talking general business, right? Sure. So obviously, young people and people who've been there for some time, if they're waiting on the money, both they and the company know that's not going to be it. Right. So what I always teach is we actually can improve lifestyle so much better. Mm-hmm. We can improve like the productivity by ensuring more, you know, happiness, compassion more uh, breaks in the workplace. Mm -hmm. But many of the people who are in leadership positions who are older have a very baby boomer mentality of working very hard and working very hard and it's work ethic. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of the younger people, people who like me, uh, I was taking care of a very ill mother. Mm-hmm. We would like some flexibility in our times, mm-hmm. our hours, mm-hmm. and be based more on results-driven work. But the model of what like you said, every year you manage or review is not that model. So there is going to be a dis- disjoint between that and that. So people like me end up starting our own businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go into startups, we go into project stuff and become tuition teachers and earn like what, $50 to $100 an hour mm-hmm. because we can. Right. So your high talent will leave if you do not know how to manage them in a way that gives them promotion and money and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, just make them happy. What's so difficult about smiling to a person mm-hmm. and asking them how their day was, asking their name and also trying to talk to them about their career path which may not be in the same company you started with. Right. They could go to all the other radio stations and come back. Mm-hmm. What's so bad about that? Actually, it's funny that you say that and you bring that up because if if I look at when I started my career... Uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> uh, not yes. a day over there, no. No, no. I, I started at two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I started yeah. my career 30 years ago. 30 years ago, it was everybody's aim to get into a good job, to to get into a good company. And the plan was to stay there forever and slowly climb up the ladder, right? Yeah. There, and therefore retiring with a good mm. track record with that company. Mm. But now, even headhunters tell you, you don't want to stay in one company for too long. Mm. You want to think about what your next move is mm. a year into your current job. Mm. So it's, a, it's already a huge shift in attitudes for the employees themselves, mm. is there also that shift with employers? Do they not look at loyalty as an issue anymore? <laughs> are they are they looking for loyalty or are they looking for somebody who can 
They can just basically squeeze dry for five years and then next. You see, you're asking a question that... <laughs> the reason why I made my money from just training, I train all about this multi-generation workforce, harnessing, harnessing the potential of you know, Gen Y in, in here, India, Indonesia, you know, Kenya. It doesn't mm. matter. Anywhere where there's a huge millennial population mm. or people like me who are going to be more flexible. So the answer is, if you have a good employer, mm-hmm. leader, boss, manager, who's growing you with the company, mm. then stay, right? right? But if you don't, the reason why you should jump around is the experience of at least no wealth of breath, right? Right. May not be that, but breath mm. will help. If you want to be a serial anything, serial civil servant, serial corporate person or serial anything, mm-hmm. then yeah, you need to stay there long enough and bank that that mission of that company is your mission and hope for the best that they push you up there. Right. Between you and me, recently, some of my friends and I have talked and they're 30-something to 40-something-five and all that and they're very bright. They're from like Harvard like me, right? Mm-hmm. If they are the pet boy or girl of someone who is big, unless the big person dies, mm-hmm. nowhere and going anywhere, right? Because they're the pet person, the person that they go to sure. and they, they're dependent on. But sometimes they don't get their voice out there. They don't get their own branding. So what I would say is always be branded, always have a voice, but you choose your company. And if employers, so you ask me about employers, the ones who know, hire me or go for training to make sure they are, I don't call them millennial friendly, but new workforce friendly. And they know, and they are productive. Right. But the ones that are thinking that still people throw themselves at them for work, if they are the big brands, they will. No, big brands will always have people throwing themselves at work for them to, because it adds to the CV, but mm. they may not stay. And your high talent will leave. Right. So it depends on what type of employer you are. Right. So it has changed and it hasn't changed, is what you're saying, it, and it, it is... It is Dependent on the company. So it is company specific. It is situation specific. I'll disrupt it myself even further for you. You're right because you said there's no distinction. I'll tell you, if I was a young person, I would not stay in Singapore. I would think you should immediately go to the region, get as much advantages as you can. Uh, For those coming to Singapore, do that because you're from another country. What I'm trying to say is regional perspective. Mm -hmm. We are again head of ASEAN for two more years, right? Again. So there's certain things you should learn about ASEAN and Mm -hmm. the economy growing here. Right. The amount of unbanked and underserved in banking. I just came from money 2020, last few days. Mm-hmm. There's so much potential. However, in Singapore, there are certain amount of companies with certain amount of possibilities. Right. If you get one of the Singapore companies or Singapore-based companies to send you overseas, that's great too. Mm-hmm. But many people don't move. So your career progression is in your own hands or in a company who likes to be scaling you and putting you somewhere else in the world or letting you grow. Okay. So the answer is you have to be very aware of what you're trying to do with your career. And if it's someone like me and you and someone else older, simple. Are you on the track to director or no CEO or big VP position? And if you're not and you're comfortable where you are, stay happy, mm-hmm. family, dog, whatever. Chuck great you know, I love this, all this great. But if you're the type that wants to go further, then many of my women leaders that I coach have been stuck in certain places for far too long because there will not be a place position open for them. Because of other reasons. Okay. We are talking to Marion Rubroner, CEO of Marion Rubroner and Associates. Let me tell you a little bit more about her. She has, she holds a master's degree in human development and psychology from Harvard University, which is, you know, quite a serious school. <laughs> Straight away stamp of approval, right? I was first girl in kindergarten. So you I knew I was going there. In, kindergarten. <laughs> in Singapore, no. I was first girl in kindergarten. No, I wasn't. I wasn't even 10th girl in kindergarten. And then one boy distracted me and then there was KY after that. <laughs> we won't talk about that just yet. 
All right. Now you raised the issue of women.、Mm. Now Singapore used to have, I, and I, statistically, I don't actually know if this is still the case. Singapore used to have a population that was two to one, you know, more females than males.、Mm. But there was clearly a glass ceiling. There was clearly a point beyond which a woman wouldn't rise in a large company.、Mm. Clearly, a, a position, a, a place, an earning position. That she couldn't get beyond, you know, she wasn't. She wasn't going to earn more money. She wasn't going to rise higher. Is that still the case?、Mm. So this is the chicken and egg situation that's going on.、Uh, there's a lot of encouragement of women to take on senior positions、mm-hmm. as well as board positions.、Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, that's what we say. Right, but again, numbers have shown that women don't take the opportunities up.、Mm-hmm. At the same time, not many opportunities are given to them. So I'll throw in some of the data sets so we'll understand. For board positions, we're still under twenty percent. We're trying to get twenty percent within the next few years.、Mm-hmm. Uh, board agenda, junior fools group,、uh, a lot of people, Claire Chang, they're all in there championing for this. Right. Uh, very respect their work. Um, a lot of times you find that again at a certain time in their lives, women do not take opportunities for. PNL positions or senior levels、mm-hmm. because they think they're going to start a family,、right. and they understand the value proposition of not spreading themselves too thin. But that also means they kind of miss that boat, whereas their male colleagues would jump on it. Right, right. So that's one version of glass ceiling. Maybe not so glass, but、mm-hmm. people don't go through.、Mm-hmm. The second challenge is even if a woman does get on the board,、uh, statistically shown around the world、uh, that they put one woman on the board, right? They don't put second and third woman in. So、I、there's、see. maybe ten people on the board, right? But there'll be still nine to one voice,、right. and this woman accidentally, inevitably becomes part of the dominant discourse and gets subsumed into that,、sure. as opposed to at least three diversity voices, maybe women, maybe other gender, I mean other cultures.、Mm-hmm. But the point is, then there'll be some sort of sway to diversity、sure. in the board. That's another finding. So the answer for Singapore, thank God, you and I are here to talk about things. We are probably very good about listening to all our women who are there, men and women all together. However, because it's hierarchical again,、mm-hmm. right?、Uh, whoever gets further up really is someone that's being ambassadored in. That means someone is their ambassador, mentor, speaks well on their behalf.、Uh, they have a club to belong to or someone to introduce them to someone.、Mm-hmm. Like the amount of people that have introduced me to someone who have introduced me to someone is the way I got to this position that I have. I totally know that. So I was first in kindergarten, but my father lost his job when I was fifteen.、Mm-hmm. Claire Chang, Lee Foundation, Takan Ki, my secondary school principal, Catholic Welfare have all given me money to study,、mm-hmm. and I thank all of them. And I gave back money with the inflation as soon as I could. Then, because of that, my network is Harvard, like you said.、Mm-hmm. My network is Harvard. My network is LA. When I go there and work there and branding, and my old former schools and all these people, right? So I get to do things other women don't get to do because there are people who are opening doors for me that I wouldn't open by myself. Okay, here's an interesting question. Now, here at Money FM, the program director, the music director, they're both women. Rian is is one of our younger team members. So you work for well. Basically, women bosses.、Yes. But you've also worked for men bosses. Is it harder to work for women bosses, or is it different? Do you prefer it? Do you not prefer it? I'm putting her on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I've never really considered there to be a difference,、um, and I wouldn't say it's harder. I think each individual job has its own challenges, and each have their own benefits as well. So I can't. Ever say that it's harder or less hard working for a, a man or more hard working for a woman? But、um, yeah, I think、uh, I just see each boss as you know, this is 
their personality. This is how I, we, we work together. And how very how PC. <laughs> well done, Rian. We're talking to Marion Rubrona, CEO of Marion Rubrona and Associates. And the reason I asked Rian that question is because I've been in a position myself where I was part of the deciding um, body, I guess, to decide on the new boss. And it came down to a female candidate and a male candidate. And a lot of people in that deciding little huddle was going, oh, but you know, women bosses are so difficult. They're so much more emotional. And there were so many other reasons that were emotional and, and had nothing to do with this lady's um, yep, performance. You know, performance. Right. And, I, and there I was, and you're right, I was the token woman on this little panel and trying to put my voice out there. And I had the equivalent of nine guys telling me that we really should hire the guy. We thankfully finally hired the woman, mind you. Mm -hmm. And she turned out to be a fantastic Mm -hmm. boss. And I would have her as a boss again anytime, Mm -hmm. although she's probably um, in a different industry now and one I don't want to return to. (laughs) (laughs) But so my question to you is, do you encounter that? Do women still encounter that kind of biasness? Yeah, yeah no, no. Implicit bias in, in everything, right? Mm. So the fact is there's no such thing as a gender leader. I don't believe in that. I believe in a good leader, less good Which is leader. what Rian just said. Yeah, it's... yeah. But the only thing is what you said was very true. When people talk about women, they talk about emotions mm. as opposed to performance. And when they talk about men, they talk about potential. Whereas they talk about women as the past. And how come you haven't shown us the experience that you can do it yet? Which is very weird. So this is one of the things that is implicit in the psychology and mm-hmm. biology as well, right? Mm-hmm. So men are hunter-gatherer. When they are aggressive or assertive or get things done, it's considered good. When a woman speaks out, I've been told I've been aggressive like so many times. And just because I know what I want to do, I'm assertive. Mm-hmm. I admit I'm very assertive. I'm definitely not aggressive. <laughs> However, that's what it becomes. Immediately, the woman that gets things done, the woman that speaks her mind, the woman that interrupts at a board meeting is the one that's seen as Oh my goodness, she's out of place, right? So the challenge is that that's that's what they think. And then what can we do is as many people should talk about diversity of leadership, mm-hmm. different voices, younger people at the leadership panel as well, and much older as well, right? Sorry, not just about women, right? The number of diversity people on boards, about five or seven years ago, there'll be like a whole board, all Chinese older men. Right. No yeah. ethnicity difference of much anything, much more. Yeah. So there is there there was, and I like to think that isn't the case anymore. There there used to be a situation, what you're saying is there used to be a situation where it was very stereotypical. And we had a guest in here a few days ago who was talking about the U.S. president, you know, there is still a preconceived idea that the U.S. president has to be male, has to be white, has to be, you know, a Protestant. And, and this still pervades through American society. It was it was mind blowing. I think a lot of people's heads exploded when they voted an African-American male. Now, the, how about the possibility of an African-American female? I mean, this you mean might, Oprah for president. Why not? Why not, right? I mean, to me, I really, coming from the point of view of being a woman, I don't care if you're a woman yeah. or man or black, white, blue, purple, orange. Yeah. I don't care what your religion is. Just be great at your right. job. Can I, can I add some psychological data for your, all these interesting discussions? Sure. So, for example, women by biological nature, like genetically, mm-hmm. we don't like to compete. So, one of the things that happens is when you go for any higher promotion, you are competing. Right. right? And women don't like to be seen as the competing or the winner sometimes because mm-hmm. it seems to take away the glory from someone else. Mm. Also, there is backstabbing, as you well know. So no woman likes to be called the B-word. 
mm, but most women who are supposedly assertive, aggressive like myself, of course, have been called the B word many times on the At way the to... At the very least, I would imagine. Yes, but that's <laughs> the best way to get things done, right? Because that means you know you draw a line in the sand. Mm. It doesn't mean whether you're good or bad. You consider all options and you draw a line in the sand. Sure. With, again, masculine or male models, that's considered okay. But with the feminine model of what a feminine person is and leadership, sometimes it goes against. It seems not to gel well. Well, the other B word would be bossy. Um, and Sheryl Sandberg, uh, you know... You mean that wasn't whole, the word you I, were thinking yeah, of? I, I, he looked into my eyes and saw. <laughs> yes. But, you know, she had this whole thing like, why are only women being called bossy? Yeah. You never would call, you know, Steve Jobs bossy. Yes, or, exactly. You know, but there was another B word for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this show already. Self-censorship at its best. <laughs> But it's true. He was not known to be a loving, supportive boss. Yeah, no, no. And it doesn't matter whether he was a man or a woman. He was a really um, yeah. a questionable. He had some very questionable yeah. HR tactics yeah. with his people. But you're trying to work with a visionary or expert. And those people will work for that person because they learn faster. But again, it depends on what, where's the lead. So, for example, fintech and tech, I need to say this, right? Mm-hmm. How many times when a woman goes into a, no, a fundraising right, uh, effort that they will ask her these questions that, again, are not relevant to the product? Right. The product speaks for itself. The market validity sure. speaks for itself. But they don't. right? And then they do the normal thing. They say, oh, do a friends and family round. Now, by demographics, again, no, sorry, by data itself, again, women earn, what, 80 cents to a man's dollar still. Mm-hmm. right? Her friends, friends and family are possibly more women. And women have a tendency to connect more with each other than across groups. That's one of the things that we need to change. Women really need to network across groups and get you know, ambassadors and different people to support you. But she tries to fundraise. She is only 80 cents behind the men. Mm-hmm. So three years later, she'll still be what, more than 80 cents, right? Times every year. Mm-hmm. And then now her friends and family are that small. They're not that type who make that type of money. Whereas he goes, makes that type of money. He makes friends who makes that type of money. Sure. And the friends and family round is faster. So by default, we have put women about three, five years maybe behind in terms of fundraising on that aspect. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, they are raising families or doing something else. Most of the women are still doing most of the household chores. No matter if you can call it a oh, helper. Oh, that's we are a still, completely different right? conversation that could take another half right, an hour. Right, right. <laughs> so our time is diverted away. Right, so just think about it. You're just disadvantaging the whole half of the population who, I don't care, like you said, dog, cat, I don't care but half of the population that has some brains and some ability to think forward for the Mm, future. That is what I care about. All right. We are speaking to Marion Newbrunner, CEO of Marion Newbrunner and Associates and New Education. We have one more question and we're almost out of time. It's very interesting to me to work for a a woman boss. It's not my first experience. I, I would imagine it won't be my last experience to work with a woman boss. I quite enjoy it. Um, with a woman who has, um, similar kind of thinking she's also a mother she's she's you know she's done her time as a woman as a wife and as a professional then I get along with her Uh, but one of the things that I do notice and when we sit down and we talk about it amongst ourselves it is very difficult based on what you were just saying very difficult sometimes to get women to agree to to do things together to support each other in important decisions within the company, within the business that you're in, because for some reason it it is more likely that a woman would side with a male colleague, a male counterpart, than with a woman. 
when it comes to voting for something, to, to decide on something. Have you seen that? I've seen it in the media industry. Have you seen it? I haven't seen enough to be as certain as you are on that mm-hmm. point. I can again psychologically give you some explanations. Okay. If a woman is very high on top and she got there by becoming as masculine or male-centric or boys' club as she could be, sometimes in order to bring another woman up to ladder with her, she really needs to check that this woman will be someone she can support. Mm. And sometimes the women's uh, skill set range, the younger one especially, is not yet there. Mm-hmm. So it's a risk for a senior woman but to bring But a man is, is less likely to be as... Okay, I'm, discerning's not the right word, but he would be more... He would be more supportive of someone he thought had the potential. There's that word again, potential. Does he, does he feel more secure in his position? What ah. I'm trying to say is the woman who's senior may not feel support, may not feel secure in her position or in herself to bring another woman up there or to even support another woman on a board meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is the political game behind that decision. Sure. But yes, that's one. The other thing is, of course, what is the battle you're trying to win? Many right. of us just want to go home without paycheck. Mm. Right, so when we support someone, we support the one that's best likely to keep our interests at heart and also be able to support us later on. So there is no woman alliance. There is no male alliance. Well, you know what I mean? yes, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can you hear what I'm saying? There's no woman, but the men obviously who have power seem to have more power, and you we we naturally almost gravitate towards them. Mm-hmm. But if it was a woman with power, we we'll gravitate towards her. I need to say this one point. Yesterday, I was at Money 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 2020, and there was a very important person on stage, gentleman. And he came down, and uh, one of the very senior leaders in the banking industry, this woman, who knew him as a colleague, said hello to him very excitedly. And they were all talking, talking. And the guy next to him, who was his uh, moderator, said, oh, you have a fan club? Because he saw me and my friend, the lady banker. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, you got it wrong. She has her own following. We yeah. are also following her. I see. Well done. Whoever she was. <laughs> I applaud that. Because Thank she you. took two steps and people followed, followed her as well. She's well known. Okay. But the moderator did not know, of course. Well, then the moderator needs to do more research. Marion, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. We've been talking to Marion Newbronner, CEO of Marion Newbronner and Associates. Unfortunately, we're out of time because I think this conversation could have gone on for hours. Invite I'm saying I can invite you back anytime. <laughs> thank you so much for thank coming you. and talking thank to you. us at Money FM 89.3.